0: Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. A
1: puck drops at center. Philadelphia takes over. Their last chance as they drop it back into the Capital Zone, and that is going to do it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Philadelphia. Two goals from Alex Ovechkin laid into an empty net, and the final score, Washington 4, and Philadelphia won. This is Caps this morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24/7 The Capitals finish up the road trip with a win in Philadelphia. Post-game reaction from John Carlson and Charlie Lindgren And Seattle in tomorrow for a brief stop back in D.C. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, December 8th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. The end of the longest road trip of the season for the Capitals ended on a high note last night as the Capitals rallied to defeat the Philadelphia Flyers 3-2 at Wells Fargo Center. Washington managed just four shots on goal in the first period and saw the Flyers score first. Kevin Hayes picked up a power play goal at 15.45 of the frame. Philadelphia leading 1-0 after 1. It was just the fourth time all season that Philly had a lead after 20 minutes. The Caps came out with some jam in the second, aided by a couple of power play chances. T.J. Oshie picked up his second power play goal in as many games, this one from Dylan Strom, and Evgeny Kuznetsov just 3.51 into the second. The game would go to the third, tied at one, and it was all caps in the final 20 minutes. Dylan Strome scored what proved to be the game-winning goal from John Carlson and Eric Gustafson at 919, and then two goals into an empty net for Alex Ovechkin. Goals number 794 and 795. Finishing it off, final score 4-1. After the game, Carlson took us through the game-winning goal as he got it to a place that Strom could tip it home.
0: Yeah, I mean, more or less, I think uh, that's, that's kind of a useless shot. Um, from where I was and yep. so you know I just like in the in the first period it's kind of a similar play I try to hit Jojo mm-hmm. soft on the back post and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna score from there and just instead of wasting the puck making the, the forwards you know try to go and yeah. dig it back out and start something then if I can make something blow up, make something tip off someone, Stromer made a nice tip on that one, but if it just hits off someone's pants, and it yep. bounces, maybe it goes on, it's just different stuff like that to, um, you know, try to create stuff.
1: Charlie Lindgren picked up his second win in as many starts on the road trip. He was also quick to credit his teammates after the game, blocking shots in front of him, a real team win against the Flyers. I thought, uh, just like Edmonton, I thought our guys, our forwards, defensemen, um, I thought they did a, a great job in front of me. You know, when it looked like they had a chance um, all alone, it was like someone would get their stick in last second and, and swat it away. So, you know, that just shows the, the battle level. Just, it, was, it was just a gutsy performance, I think, by our team. And so, you know, maybe we didn't feel good right away in that first period. But I think, you know, you saw in that second period, I thought we got our legs going. We started playing the way we wanted to play. And yeah, just a, a huge win there. So the road trip now completes. Happy to have Joe Beninati with me this morning to look back at some of the highlights of the 12-day trek out west and what the Caps need to do the rest of the way to get back in the playoff picture. Well, we finally reached the end of the road trip. As Joe Beninati joining us here, you have your laundry holed out for this whole
0: time? Listen to me. Um, I was very, very happy that successfully there was just enough underwear for this final day any further, we'd be in big
1: trouble. Could go the other way. You don't want that to happen. This trip has been rugged. There have been some highlights. There have been some lowlights. Let's talk about the best game of the trip, which was certainly in Edmonton. You get 50 shots on net. Most of his teams had in regulation going back to 2008, and I was really impressed with the way they bonded together against a very good Edmonton team with McDavid and Drysaddle on the other side. They struggled prior to that, and then they came out and had the best game that they probably had in weeks.
0: Nice to see them turn it up. And with respect to shot volume, I I think of a game in Florida. I think of a game in St. Louis where they can turn up and approach high 40s, get to 50-51 in St. Louis. They can do it. It's the question of whether or not they are driven to do that or to to shoot to a higher percentage and create chances. I I don't know. I'm sort of torn because when you, you hear the coaching staff's speak about generating shots, getting the puck to the net, I get the sense that the staff wants to see numbers that are higher, and then in previous regimes, specifically the Barry Trotz regime, we would talk about shot selection as opposed to shot volume take the right shot, the best shot. Don't just settle for the easy one. Okay, well, one way or another, I think it gets their competitive juices flowing when they shoot well into the 30s and 40s as opposed to the nights where they get their usual average this season, which has been around 27-28, bottom five in the league. That's when we start moaning about, oh my gosh, their five-on-five offense isn't very much, isn't very significant. Let's see if they can continue that trend. I realize you're doing it against teams that don't have the greatest defenses, you know? So I think about the best moments on this trip Vancouver comes to mind the Edmonton game comes to mind those two teams aren't necessarily known for their defenses let's see how they do and how they move forward the rest of this month
1: like where the game-winning goal came from in Edmonton. Nick Dowd letting out a primal scream after the goal that he scored. It was his first in 20 games. Alexei Protus, the best period I think we've seen him ever play, and Peter Laviolette basically backing that up in post-game comments. Nice to see the fourth line breaking through with a really nice offensive moment in that Oiler game.
0: Yeah, you know those two guys, Dowd and Hathaway, work so well in in combination. Uh, You can pop in that third line, Figure, or that fourth line figure, the third person on that line, and and say, you know, follow these guys. They do it the right way. And I think Alexei has been getting better and better. I saw a couple of skating outbursts that I really liked in the game against Edmonton. There were a couple of issues where we saw, you know, this is what I was working on. Alexei told me in the off season, told us all in the off season, I wanted to get better as a skater. I need to improve my skating. I saw flashes of it. Now, can you do that on a general day-to-day, game-by-game basis? I I sure hope so. He's such a likable young man, great personality, big bear of a guy, looks like an NBA small forward to me on skates, which is pretty cool. Can he put pressure on defenses? Can he use that physicality along the boards? Will he play bigger? But the skating episodes the other night were really, really good to see, generating offensive chances. And then for for Nick to finally get on the board, he started off the season so well, scoring three goals right away in the month of October. You thought, okay, maybe there's going to be a possibly, a, you know, towards a double figure kind of goal scoring season. And I, I'm i sure he can get there if, if luck goes his way, but to see him turn the light on there in that game and and get it to be the winner was a lot of fun.
1: 54 games to go going into the Seattle game, and this team, as Brian McClellan met with media on the trip, acknowledging that this team's in a hole, and they're outside the top eight. The mathematics of it we've talked about the last couple of days, where if you are going to get to that 95-point threshold, give or take, it's not going to probably be 100 because the Eastern Conference just hasn't been as good, we'll call it a third of the season here. But if you're looking at 95 points, you've got to win 33-34 games. Games. and that is playing 650 hockey essentially the rest of the way so the math is pretty simple you got to get on a heater or two and no better time like the present with finally some home games coming up once the winnipeg and chicago trip is done
0: so you just said it you said home games home has to become an advantage for washington and it hasn't been the last couple of seasons they've been ordinary at home now i know They've had their struggles on the road. And if you're going to continue playing the way they have on the road where they've won, I believe, just two of their last ten, then the likelihood is it's a reach to get to the mid-90s that way. But let's do it piece by piece. Let's see the team become a winning three out of every four at home. If you can do that, set that kind of a standard, uh, take that many points down, win five out of six at home, that's what you need to start doing. I, I just would feel more comfortable if they were more home ice dominant They can cherry-pick on the road. Uh, No, no, no. If if you're not winning, if you're only 50% at home, then you do have to become what the Caps were last year, which was the best road team in the league, and they've been nowhere near that standard this season. So for me, uh, piece by piece, if the schedule is going to lighten up as we expected it and it's going to turn to be more home favorable, win your darn home games, please. And home is hopefully where the winds
1: are. It certainly is where the laundry is. Thanks for joining us, Joe. Home. I don't know where that is tonight.
0: I'm going to be very, very surprised when I land in my own bed.
1: That, of course, is Joe B. joining us here this morning as the Capitals return home. It's an off day for the team today after nearly two weeks straight on the road. We're going to take Friday off here on the show. We're going to be back on Monday as the team heads right back out on the road Sunday in Winnipeg and Tuesday in Chicago next week. We'll have a recap of the game with the Jets for you on Monday and get you ready for Washington's only visit to United Center this season that comes up on Tuesday night. It's the Capitals in Seattle Kraken tomorrow night at 7, 645 airtime from Capital One Arena on 106.7 fan and Caps Radio 247 7 Hear it anywhere at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go!